the Skit Guys Podcast, starring Tommy Woodard and Eddie James. It's going. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just turned it on. Oh, no. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to the first Skit Guys podcast. Very first one. My name is Eddie James. And I'm Tommy Woodard, and we are the Skit Guys. Which means we are guys that do skits. Yes, and yes. we're Skit Guys. And we're doing a skit right now, but you just can't see it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a mime. Yeah. Yeah. Done to uh, music, which you just can't hear the music. It's mime music, yeah. so you can't hear it. Yeah, but it's really good. It's well, really good. I'm being moved right now. Ooh. So moved. Yeah. Wow. There's a movement. <laughs> so that was our very first podcast ever. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? At 1.32 in the morning, we don't, we, we wouldn't, <laughs> we don't have that type of commitment to do anything in a hotel room at 1.32 in the morning, you know? So I don't, I don't stay up that late anymore, oh. ever. I get mad if it's now, if it's past midnight and I'm up, I'm mad. Yeah. Something's gone wrong. Well, and we normally have to wake up to catch another plane at like 4.30, right? So yes. after yes. you get through talking with people from a show, you get, you're, you're, you're kind of in bed around 12.30, right? And then... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. So. And, and that one in particular was 2006, September 27th. We were, uh, it was a Friday night of a Planet Wisdom conference. And so... We'd stayed up and literally written a skit before we recorded the podcast. And so we were going to get up the next morning and go perform again. So just crazy. Just crazy. That was our first podcast after a Planet Wisdom conference? Yep. That's what it was. In 2006. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. I thought our... And in fact, if if you listen to the whole thing, at some point, Mike Work calls you. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we we talk about it. Wow. You know. So so it's taken 12 years <laughs> to create 100 of these. That's really <laughs> Podience, that's really that's really a great thing, Podience. It's pretty good run, right? Podience, you're welcome. You're <laughs> you're, welcome. you're welcome. And for anybody that's just joined this podcast, you're welcome cuz this is pretty much as good as it gets, folks. So, yeah. Listen, Audience members, the next time you're struggling with something, how committed am I going to mm-hmm. be to my job, my family, right. my church? You remember how committed we were to that's this. That's right. Because that's what it, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the bar. That's right. That's we, right. We set the if bar. If you are wondering how, how do I make it? How do I persevere? <laughs> what, what is the grit in my life? Go, oh, the Skit Guys podcast. Hey, it took them 12 years to do 100. That's what that's what most people do in like what a month and a half. But you know what? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can. If they can do it, I can do it. It it really is the modern day that's Rocky. Right. It really. This is like us running up the steps of Philadelphia, right? This is. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It is the height of mediocrity and, and fantastic. <laughs> the, at that. the Bill Conti I, Rocky song would wouldn't be like in its full bump da 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 It would be like it'd be a guy. It'd be a guy on a kazoo doing it. 
And about halfway through, you'd hear him just go. <gasps> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that is, right? Or or a really bad bugle. Oh man! Yeah. Yes, that's it. Oh boy! <laughs> and well, Rocky and Rocky has sat down halfway through. <laughs> it takes him. It takes him about two weeks to get up those steps. He, he sits down. He sits down. He pulls out of his back sweats a, a, a sandwich bag and just gets just he starts eating a sandwich. <laughs> He's distracted by everything. <laughs> That's it, folks. That's us. That's the skit, guys. And what I love, too, the fact that that first uh, podcast, it really sounds like I wish we would have used like kind of 1940s radio voices because mm-hmm. that's the quality that of right? it. You know, what I mean, we it use? sounds like we what should. What was it? Oh, man. It was my laptop oh. in a hotel room with some kind of a mic plugged into oh. it. I don't remember. I don't remember huh. what it was, you know. Oh, what's that over there? Oh. I don't know. Is that a movie? I'll walk over and see that movie right now. Is that ham? Is that ham with pastrami in my back pocket? Kitty's drunk. Oh, I gotta sit down. Kitty's I wish. Strong. Where's Polly? I need, I need Polly to carry me up these stairs. Off in the di- off in the distance, you should just hear. Go, Rock. Get up those stairs. I can't. I'm poor. I got stuff to do. Yo, Adrian, <sighs> and he's on his phone talking for a while. <laughs> wait, there's wait, then it's like, oh, wait, this ain't Adrian. Oh, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> well, Mrs. Diller. Who uh, are you? I'm sorry. How, oh, how you doing? Oh, how you doing? I'm sorry, Mrs. Diller. <laughs> I was just trying to find Adrian. Uh, you uh, you weren't here. Uh, uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just noticed that Rocky, uh-huh. Rocky, when he says, "How you doing?" Turns into Joey. Joey. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. How you doing? Yo, oh, how you doing? How you doing? That's funny. Uh, yeah. So lots of fun. And that first podcast, uh, it really is telling about the time, the year, where everything was. Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, we, we have what sounds like a 1940s radio station, which I remember just being dumbfounded. Right. Because like... I'm not recording something on a cassette player, right. you know? Oh, yeah. And and so this is, the quality of this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> um, but then we very quickly start talking about our MySpace page. Because <laughs> we were promoting it, right? Like that was the thing that oh, was yeah. promote your MySpace page? Yeah. Yeah, it was new and we couldn't figure out what to put on our MySpace page. And we, we say on and on again how old we are and we can't figure out what to do and is there anybody out there who might help us and, and nobody nobody yeah. nobody really came to our no no it wasn't like no nobody it wasn't like we got nobody. tons of emails going hey i'll help you with that 
Hey, can I help you with your MySpace page? <laughs> um, hey, and uh, and Podians, we still have it for a hundred year yeah. commemoration, hundredth episode com- commemoration. Hundred year, hundred year feels like it, right? It feels like it, right? Yeah. Uh, go go check that out. Uh, www.myspace.skit, guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Check it out. It'll take you at least a minute to see everything. Mm, at so least when you've got us when you've got a spare minute. You check out our MySpace mm, page. You will be glad. Maybe you. we should post something new to the MySpace page. Oh, like page. a little Easter egg? Like a little like a little yeah. Easter egg? I'll see if I can figure out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I put in uh, WWW. Uh, I don't know what else da, to do. Da, da. MySpace.skiguys.com. Yeah, check that out. Yeah. How fun. How fun. Dot, is it dot? I think it's slash. Oh, slash. slash. MySpace yeah, slash yeah, yeah. skitguys.com. Yeah. Okay. See, that's yeah. why that's why that's why we're not making millions of dollars off YouTube and stuff. See, we just we just right. don't know. We don't know the lingo. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> we're just like two old men trying to figure out how a phone. Right. Works. And we still only have twelve audience members. You realize that, right? Right. Over I know. twelve years. Oh, that, that makes sense. Over twelve years. 12, 12 years. We pick up one a year. Yeah, one a year. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, this... let's be honest. Is we're not asking for a big commitment from them. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We Maybe. are those. Yeah. Uh, we're that date in high school that's like, yeah, I, 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 I like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but we kissed. We made out. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. It was fine. You're cool. Yeah. You're cool. You're cool. Did no. No, I don't. I don't want to come to your house and meet you, folks. No, I'm good. Thanks. No, I don't want to meet your yeah. parents. No, no, yeah, no, no. no I don't not like that. I, I don't want to have dinner. No, no. Maybe a movie. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. Can my buddy come? <laughs> <laughs> Can we go see Flamingo Kid? Let's go. Come on. Oh, but audience members, we we joke because we are so glad you have have endured the. Uh, the uh, rocky staircase with us. Um, so this has been yes. Fun. So yes. And today we take the final steps <laughs> to get to a hundred to the top. <laughs> to the this top. is exciting though. Yes. This is a hundred episodes, right? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, that very first podcast kind of set a um, not a standard, but it kind of <laughs> gave us you know a uh, uh, something to follow, some building blocks, you know, oh, yeah? because like. Um, yeah, I mean, because what you, if you listen, if you go back and, and audience members, if you haven't listened to it, you can go, it's on, uh, iTunes and you can go back and listen to it through the very first one. You'll, you'll hear more of who we are and what we're about. You know, we talk, uh, always talking about food of some kind, what we're eating, mm. how, how healthy are we? Um, you, you, we did, uh, we used to always do friendship flashbacks, you know, uh, and, and then we covered, uh. Uh, 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 some kind of a help for people who were doing like skits in church and stuff. And that was kind of the model we followed for the first, um, long time, the first 50, the first 50 podcasts or the oh. first six years, however you want oh, to look at it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and just, and just for a timeline in case, you know, someone listens to this, like, you know, a hundred years from now, Trump is in office. Yes. Roseanne That's is where we are today. Roseanne is back on TV and had back on close TV. to 30 million people watching it. And, um, uh, uh, 
I guess that's it. I mean, in a nutshell, that's it. That's it. That's that's everything that's in the news today. And Survivor is still on TV. Survivor is still on TV because we. I probably talked about Survivor at some point. So yeah, it still will be in a hundred (laughs) years. Jeff Probst. Next time on Survivor. (laughs) Well, it's a clone. It's a clone of him. (laughs) It's a clone. Yeah, he, he you know he cloned himself. He just transforms his brain into each new clone. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast six, uh, December first, two thousand seven. You said we're going to make a commitment to our audience to make more podcasts. Yes, and I yes. said at least once a week. No, one a month, and then we shot for once a quarter. <laughs> I prom- Mission accomplished. <sighs> A promise was made, folks. A promise was made. Accomplished. Yes. But. Mission accomplished. (laughs) We we have always, we've always called them our audience, and you are our audience, and we love our audience. So. Here's here's what I want you to see about what was just said, Uh Ed. Our first podcast was September 27th, 2006. Uh September. uh (laughs) Our sixth podcast was December 1st, Uh 2006. Seven, oh, so right. it took it took over a yeah. year to, to get yeah. six podcasts yeah. made. It's a it's a fine wine. We like to ferment. Yeah. It's right. <laughs> you guys, it, you may not be able to tell uh, by listening, but the amount of time we go into writing these, <laughs> it can take months. It can take months. <laughs> Well, and we, and over the years, we've loved the emails that we get and the occasional social media uh, guilt of, hey, where's the next podcast? So, and, and it's warranted. I mean, like, that's valid. If we're it in is, a relationship. It's totally valid. And, if, if and we just. If we're connecting yeah. and you have it, like, if you have a relationship with someone, you're going, this is a lot of fun. And then you don't hear from them, like, in two months. And you're yeah, waiting. them. Yeah, we we totally ghost them. <laughs> we, we just so you know, audience, we see those tweets. We we see those questions on Instagram. When's when's the next podcast? Okay, what else is on this today? Oh, oh we're liked God's chisel. Okay, I'm gonna like that. We're horrible. We're horrible. We're deplorable. Yeah, we are sinners. <laughs> we're sinners saved by grace. That's... Don't expect anything more from us. Well, uh, we did have some people call in with some uh, just questions and comments and uh, rude remarks as far as our, to commemorate this 100th podcast. Why don't we listen to some of those and we can, you know, talk about that. So this is part of our audience. Yeah, because if we're honest with you, what we want more than anything is a radio show that we could do this. But one, we don't have to get up too early and it's probably just about an hour long and somebody else plans it out. We want to be able to show up and sit down and and talk for an hour and walk away. So, so right in time for lunch, so, right? It's just in time. Yeah, eleven eleven o'clock show that it's planned out. That's what. If anybody's out there, that, want, that we can also do from our from our own homes. Yeah, but they yeah. think it'd be worth it to have on the radio. They they should do this. Yeah, yeah. If you want us to be your guys, yes. yeah, that would be awesome. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. in an attempt to do that, we, we ask you, our audience members, to 
and this is what's great. We ask our audience members to, you know, give us messages and they responded much like we've <laughs> provided for them. <laughs> they, it, it wasn't like, oh, I'm on it. <laughs> and they had to be thinking, yeah, I might do that, but they're not going to do anything for about six months. So <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, all right. But some did reply. Yeah, let's listen to them. Hey, Tommy and Eddie, this is Wayne in Texas. I was just wondering, uh, I know when you first started out, it would take you about 10 minutes to write a skit and about 30 minutes to perform it, although you only had about seven minutes. I was just wondering if y'all made any progress in that now and if you can uh, come up with a skit. Does it take you longer to come up with your skit and less time to perform your skit? Also, I was just curious if you've ever... Uh, ever like check the theology of any of your skits because I know you used to not do that either and uh, I just know that uh, you know you've really messed up a bunch of kids way back there when you were in high school but anyway uh, congratulations on your hundredth podcast and uh, look forward to seeing you soon again uh, you know I love you guys bye uh, that, uh, that was our youth minister yeah. That was our youth minister. That was Wayne Slay. That was our youth minister. <sighs> he's he's the reason this thing whole exists, right? I mean, he, he's the guy that said, you idiots, get up on stage. Do skits. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it did. It used to take us 30 minutes to perform, 10 minutes to figure it out. And uh, oh man, theologically, no, we it wasn't that great. Hopefully, we've gotten better Hopefully, we've gotten better on the God stuff. But uh, yeah, we we were making yeah. it up as we went. Oh, and it didn't take long to write because we were just copying what was on Saturday Night yeah. Live. I mean, it was it was which was our favorite Saturday Night Live skit the Saturday before. Okay, we'll make that into a skit into a Christian skit. Change it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, Wayne was patient with us and gracious with us, and uh, and Ed, you've always done a great job of pointing out that he also held our feet to the fire. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, to make sure that we were there doing what we were supposed to do. Yeah, it wasn't a, a side thing. It really was. No, no, no. I'm I'm counting on you to do a skit every Wednesday, and and that you know, when I look back on that. At times, I thought that was unfair. <laughs> like, maybe I want to sit. Maybe I don't want to come to youth group at all. Maybe I don't want to see you guys at all, you weird Christians. Um, <clears throat> but, man, you think back about that and you go, that really was something. Um, even if he didn't realize it or not. I mean, that was every every week, my yeah. senior year, putting together a skit, whether you wanted to or not. Yeah. Oh, man. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and and there were those times that he plays it up like it's you know every week, but it wasn't. But there there were there were those times he'd have to step up after us and explain that you know Noah rode in an ark, but Moses had the ark of the covenant, right. and how we didn't get that right. right, you know. And there were probably more Wednesdays that we went really long. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine short. knowing we've both been youth ministers and we've both sat. Uh, oh, waiting man. to get up to speak, and when someone goes long, you're you're automatically just trimming your message, going, "Okay, well that that's gone, that's gone, that's gone, that's gone." Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know parents that's are crazy. ready to pick up their kids and stuff, and you're going, "Well, all right." Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you've got to cut. 
your message. You, you've got to you've got to just leave out stuff you probably spent a lot of time studying and prepared for. And two idiots yeah. came in and you know destroyed. Da 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 da. I'm gonna do a skit. Started my live skit. And and almost though back then it was that no, this is better than any message. This is this is really meeting our peers where we're at right now. To give them God. So if we take long, we take long. But I think the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was even there. I think I was like, attention? More attention for me? Okay. Well, it's, that's kind of the same thing, right? I'd be like, we're going to get up there and do our yeah. thing. I'm going to make you laugh. Ah, yes. <laughs> Running up those stairs. Running up the stairs. That was good. Okay. Let's listen to another one. Hey, Tommy and Eddie, this is Jedediah from Bedford, Texas. Here's my question. So, how many dachshunds do you think it would take to kill a T-Rex? By the way, I love the podcast. I mean, that's Jedediah. That's a fantastic question. Jedediah apparently is a paleontologist. Um, how many dachshunds will it take to kill a T-Rex? Think how bloody um, that would get. It would be really bad. It would. Think about all um, the dachshunds that it would have to take... And I mean that's like a, that's like more than a bushel of dachshunds. <laughs> it's, it's, buddy, I think you've come up with our answer. More than a bushel. Jedediah, the answer is more than a bushel. More than a bushel. <laughs> All right. Unless unless right before the fight the dachshund says, It's not by my power or my might, but the power of the Lord that I'm gonna drop you like a bad <laughs> habit. And then we know it's David and Ah, Goliath. That's good. That's good. That's good. Or they could have all run up like super, super like, you know, pumped up. And they're running over that green grass, you know, like in uh, in Jurassic Park, you know, over those (laughs) big old hills. And then they see the T-Rex and then it's like, retreat, retreat. And they all turn around. Then it's too late. Then in that case, the answer is zero because it is That's impossible possibility either yes. a bushel yeah. or zero totally impossible Jedediah. yes yeah. we'll say a bushel or zero is the correct answer <laughs> Jedediah. take that one to the bank you paleontologist uh, you. all right next name is ryan um um i'm from new hampshire do, do you guys have a pickup truck in with a ball pitch with in a speedboat. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> do do we have uh, Ryan a pickup, a pickup truck, truck? Is that what it was? Yeah. With a ball hitch and a speedboat. <laughs> what was his name? Ryan. Ryan. Did, did have we ever made mention of that before? Or he was was he just curious? My goodness, I don't remember that. I think Ryan wow. may just be a nautical fan. Um, a paleontologist and a nautical fan. We have a very vast wow. audience. Uh, vast, yeah. Ryan, that's a fantastic yeah. question. Culture. Eddie, you want to take that one? Mm. Uh, buddy, we don't. We don't have a pickup truck. Or a hitch or a speedboat. Ah, those are, oh, I would love to have all of those, Ryan, but we all don't. All of those Do things you? would be great. Yeah, that's a good oh. question. I will say this, Ryan, when we first started traveling together, I had a pickup truck, and uh, that's how we got from gig to gig going for chicken dinners was in and my old pickup truck. 
And it smelled like toots. Well, so does my Jeep I drive. Now, that happens to be something that just comes with every car I get. I haven't figured it out yet. But... <laughs> Good question. Good question, right. Ryan. What's Let's next? Go to another one. Hey, Tommy and Eddie, skit guys, congratulations on your hundredth show. This is uh, Douglas Montgomery Fields <laughs> with my beautiful wife, Kathy. Hi, guys. Happy hundred. Yeah, and uh, we're in bed. <laughs> How's that? It's late here and on the West Coast, California, but I forgot to send this earlier, and I was like, oh no, they're recording, and I need to get this to you. So. Um, here is the question that we talked about. We want to know who your celebrity crush was <laughs> when you were uh, a teenager. <laughs> and then uh, I also want to know, Tommy and Eddie, what you love about me and why. <laughs> Would you like to uh, add that? Just go ahead and add mine in there, too. Yeah, there you go. So there it is. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> love you guys. Yay. Oh, Doug. Uh, so... <laughs> Doug Fields, how many, <laughs> how many podcasts do you think he has? Like five hundred. Oh, he probably, he probably, knowing Doug, finished <laughs> that recording for us and then recorded about twenty <laughs> podcasts that night. That would be my uh, guess. Yeah, he just didn't let us know that so. it wasn't just he and Kathy there, but Josh was there and <laughs> they were they were getting yeah, ready were, to record. Yeah, yeah, it was a pot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, just, just maximizing. Okay. Um, oh. <clears throat> okay, celebrity crush when we were teenagers. Do you? Mm. Does somebody pop to mind? Who's your celebrity I, I crush? <sighs> like when we were teenagers. Like I don't, man. I don't. That's a. I don't know. That's a tough call. Um, I'm trying to think like of the movies and stuff back then. I I know I know I had one. I, I know I had one. I know this. I know my first celebrity crush ever was wow. Linda Carter was Wonder Woman. But like Huh. I don't think if I was a teenager, I was a very young teenager. There was let me look this up because John Cusack well Demi Moore, Demi Moore was definitely one of mine. Yeah. Like Demi Moore, especially when her and Bruce Willis were together, I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, that, that was so the couple awesome. you wanted like, to be, right? That was the couple right there. But there was a there was a John Cusack movie. Um where he was, oh goodness. Uh, okay. Oh, there's a junk. Maybe who was in One Crazy Summer? One. No, okay. So definitely Demi Moore was one of them. But there was this movie, like they they both got on a plane, and uh, they had to get away for like it was one of those movies where. Normal, normal couple, and they had to get away from everybody. Um, oh gosh, oh hot pursuit. Hold on, hot pursuit. There was a girl in hot pursuit. This was 1987. Stop. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Was it Wendy Gazelle? My memory's not what it used to be. <laughs> okay. Did you find it? I 
I don't know. No, I'm, Wendy Gazelle, maybe, maybe. Wendy Gazelle, maybe. That's a good know. question. Wendy Gazelle. I've never. It was a. Okay, so we'll go with, for time purposes, we'll go with Linda Carter and Wendy. Was it Fazelle? Gazelle, but I I will say Demi Moore. Demi, I'll just say okay, Demi, Demi Moore. Moore but... So Linda Carter and Demi Moore. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then the other question is easy for me. I'll answer it real quick, and then you can answer it. But Doug wants to know what what Doug. What do we like about you? Um, well, I'm glad that he recorded that when he recorded it, how he recorded it, because really, what I like about Doug, maybe the only thing, <laughs> is Kathy. So <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Kathy is what I like most about Doug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, <laughs> I, I like Doug because um, he's, he's my mentor. I think everyone should have a mentor. And uh, when I was 19, I, I, probably Tommy, when you and I went to go to Saddleback as interns, I ended up staying. And then uh, Fields came along at some point, maybe when I was 20, 21. And he really became that man in my life in my 20s that, I mean, I, I was with their family. I've watched their kids grow up. I'm about to go to uh, their their youngest um, get married. It's crazy. So yeah, I mean, I've I've just they've taught me so much. So so uh, yeah, there are just that's what I love. I love that. I love that some someone just took some time and went. You know what? You're kind of a screw up. You know what? You don't have it all together. <laughs> you know what? You're you're kind of wasting my time in some ways. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you. And that's really that's really meant a lot. I I try to do that in my life today. Um, I try to understand too much has been given, much is expected, and so. That's one of the ways to go. You know what? There's there's a lot of people out there like I was just kind of homeless. Yeah. And just aimless, but for someone to come along and go, I'll teach you things. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let you be with my family. That was a big deal. And do you know so th- do you know why he did that? <sighs> no. Because I don't. of Kathy. <laughs> Probably Doug so. came home talking about a screw up and Kathy was like, Doug, you need to love him and encourage him and reach out to him. So <laughs> we really so. are answering the same way is what I'm saying. Probably so. And I think, <laughs> I think though, when he started at Saddleback, we had maybe 40 kids and I knew all their names. Uh, and so that may have been. <laughs> that, that is handy. That's handy. That, hold, that's handy. Hold on to that to Eddie guy. What's um, that kid's name? Well, and I yeah. love the fact that here towards the beginning, we've had Wayne and we've had Doug because when you were yeah. with Doug, I came back home to Oklahoma and Wayne was, you know, filling that role for me, guiding me, directing mm-hmm. me, loving me, having those moments where I'd walk into his office and say something stupid and he'd go, sit down. You know, I'd be, oh gosh, what'd I do? You know, and, <laughs> and he would just unload, you know, the uh, discipline that I needed, you know, so really good, great and, men in our lives. And still in our lives. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's the beauty of uh, huge the body of Christ. I think that's the beauty of just what we get to do. I mean, that that's, I mean, when you, those are those moments you step back and go, golly, that's just crazy. Yeah. That's just crazy that. We have such great men in our life like that. Oh, it is crazy. It is a gift from God. Okay, so the next one. 
Hello, Tommy and Eddie. This is Diana from Egypt. I just read your tweet about your upcoming 100th podcast and your invitation for people to send you voice notes. Um, and to be honest, I don't, I don't have a question for you, but in case you haven't received a message from this part of the world before, just sending you this message to tell you that someone here in the Middle East loves your skits so very much. And... Um, they are a real blessing. Um, so yeah, continue doing that great work that you do. Um, continue doing beautiful skits, and God bless you both. Bye. That's man. That's just crazy. That's crazy. Wow, Diana, thank you so much. That's um, I don't even know what to say, but that's wow. No, that's just beautiful, man. Um, yeah, and I, and I think that's something that I I don't think. Uh, we certainly don't take it for granted, but we also just can't comprehend it, you know, that there's somebody on the other side of the world. And um, and, and we know that it's not just Diana because we do get emails and, and different things like that from folks. And it is, um, you know, I don't, don't want to sound like we're something, but just the fact that God would use the little things we, you know, the fishes and bread we give him and would take it places we could never imagine to take it, you know, just blows my mind. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I never think we're something I, I really no. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that we get to do what we get to do. No, we are. Yeah. Yeah. We are. (laughs) 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 But, but, I, I I also don't want to uh, to to move forward without just saying, you know, Diana, if you're listening, uh, thank you, thank you for sending that message from the other side of the world, and yeah, and to know that, um, man, you have two brothers in Christ on this side of the world that is that are so grateful for you, uh, for being such an encouragement to us. So thank you so mm. much. It's beautiful. Wow. All right. Okay. What's next? Next is. Yes, yeah, this is Claude Johnson, uh, Duluth, Georgia. Uh, I've been listening to you boys' podcast for a while now, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I've been impressed with your with your sagacity and your depth of insight. So I got myself a little problem, and uh, I wanted to see if y'all could uh, maybe have an opinion on it. Uh, <laughs> what do you two boys think about baptizing goats? I, I got me a goat who is just full of the devil and I sure would like to baptize that thing get it saved because my life sure would be a whole lot easier if it was so y'all just let me know all right (laughs) wow so wow Claude was it Claude I think it's Claude well if I'm honest with you yes the, the title of the file is Claude's question but it yeah. came from someone else's email address. So, so <laughs> that that's our that's our that's our good friend Kurt Cloninger right oh, there. Oh man, it? yeah, that's Kurt. That is Kurt, and he is funny and creative and talented. Kurt, Kurt, 
Well, if it was Claude, first off, I don't think you could baptize a goat. And isn't a goat like, isn't that like goat and a ram? Like, you know, it said full of the devil. But I think that's because that's what the territory is for that animal, yes, right? Yes, yes, That's exactly right. <laughs> I don't right. think baptism would have helped. No, not at all. Not at all. That's how, but, that's because they are, they're survivors. And so they are at that point, uh, yes. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but. Kurt Cloninger, who is in a lot of our videos, yeah. he, he is he is an actor in his own right. Oh. Uh, when I was, well, I had to be like 22, Doug was working at Saddleback, and Doug invited me to go to a youth specialties, a one-day thing. I didn't even know what it was, but it was for youth workers, and and there was about 40 people, maybe 45 people in this room. I, I don't know, but we're all sitting there, and this man comes up. And he starts doing a monologue right in front of us. And I just thought it was like, I was just blown away. I I just could not, and he was funny and it wasn't cheesy. So becoming a believer in 1987 and Wayne handing us a bunch of skid books. And I was so excited. And then to get in those skid books and to, I, I would take them home and read them and, wanting just a nugget, just wanting this great script, which is why we never found anything. And we'd still stuff from Saturday Night Live yeah. and try to make it Christian. But Kurt was the first guy that I saw at 22 years old. And it was, oh, he's doing it different. Oh, oh my goodness. This is, oh, this is so good. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I, I think I teared up. I think I was just, it was one of those moments of just, this is amazing. And I was sitting by Doug and I go, who is he? And that's Kurt Cloninger. What's his job? That's well, that was the question I asked him. Like, <laughs> what what does he what does he do for a living? And Doug goes, he does this. And and I I think I just sat there and watched him and cried because I was going, I can't believe someone like that was my. It wasn't even a dream. Like nobody got to do that. No, that was crazy talk. So anyway, yeah, yeah, and 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 yeah. and we are so grateful, so grateful to Kurt because. I mean, he, he blazed a trail and we, we hopped on that trail, you know, and, and I'm thankful for folks like him that, that, you know, did it long ago when we were babies, you know, not babies, but. And still doing it today. Still Still doing doing it today. today. Yeah. Uh, And we get to, I mean, we get to do stuff with him. He's a part of skiguys.com. He's an author that just turns out great scripts. Uh, month after month and and we get to I mean that's just the beauty of it yeah. that in our, in our little world like you know when I watch Adam Sandler in his movies you know put up all his friends in his movies like Kurt Cloninger is one of those people in our world he, he's one of our friends like when we make movies I want Kurt Cloninger to be in our movies you know um, like he, he's oh, part of our group definitely he's, or when I watch Adam Sandler put in people like Kevin Nealon and Dana Car, like put in people that I don't even think he did skits with, but you know, there's just a, uh, there's a reverence and a respect and a, an, an homage basically to go, you came before us. I want to honor you. Like that's what I want to do with, uh, a lot of these folks that came before us. Oh, definitely. Oh, there's, there's no, no doubt about it. And, um, I'm thankful so. that he's, been open to working with us and uh he's just a good guy i love him and he's great and i i love the fact that he sent us a uh, audio file and with no reference 
just just the character. <laughs> like that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He uh one of my favorite videos on skiguys.com that he was in was the one I got to do with him uh over you can look in Father's Day. You can look in the uh Oh yeah. In the video section on Father's Day and I can't maybe it's called Legacy, but that's Kurt Cloninger. Um and I'm I'm basically talking to my dad and there's kind of a little surprise twist at the end, but as I load up my my kids to go on a Father's Day camping trip and I'm talking to my dad and he's asking me all these questions, but that's Kurt. That is the essence of Kurt Cloninger to me. Yeah. So um, oh. anyway, I, I tear up every time I watch that one. Yeah. So great. So great. Yeah. Thank you, Kurt. That's Thank awesome. you. Claude. Kurt. Claude. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's, what's next? Hey, Tommy and Eddie, it's cousin Bruce from Canada. My question to you is when you come to Canada, how many visits do you make to Tim Hortons? Eh? <laughs> oh, cousin Brucey. Uh... <laughs> cousin, cousin Brucey. Eddie, did you ever think we'd go to Canada? Like when we started doing this, did you ever think we'd go to Canada? No. Uh-uh. No. No. Uh-uh. And we, no. we make a couple of trips there a year at least. And yeah. I love it. Like. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love it. I, I'm blown away. I know Canada is a little spread out. I'm blown away when we do a show in Canada and you stand in the line and you talk to different folks and, um, and they go, yeah, we got a six hour drive home tonight or, you know, we got a four hour drive and you're just going, Oh, why did you come here? Why, why did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 I need to give you something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have, I have, I've given money out of my pocket. Here's gas money. Please, please be, call us. Call us when you get home. <laughs> yes, I worry true. about folks. He I'm is just like, he, why, why did you do that? He's not kidding. He really does do that. <laughs> and I'm all like, hey, buddy, let me know in the morning if you get a call. So, yeah. Um, uh, but we love Tim Hortons. We, we love Tim Hortons. We love it. Um, I love the disdain that you hear in the Tim Hortons person's voice. When you go in and order, hey, can I get some of those donut holes? You know, and they're always like, donut holes? We don't have donut holes. We eh? got t- yeah, eh, we got Timbits. Take off, eh? You mean- Take off, or, eh? Yeah, or, or it's just this. You mean Timbits? Yeah, that's fine, Timbits, okay. But yeah, they're great. They're fantastic. I, I don't know. I would say we try to keep it to one visit a time to Tim Hortons because it's just, but it's really, it's usually a really big visit <laughs> to Tim Hortons. What, what was uh, last night on the uh, Roseanne show? Um, there's, I, I kept looking, something kept catching my eye, right? Like when they were in the kitchen, um, there is right, bef- right beside, I think it was the coffee maker, but they have a whole bunch of junk on their counter. And there was a Tim Hortons, I think it's a bag of coffee, but I kept oh, looking fantastic. at it going, I think that's Tim Horton's coffee in the corner there. Well, they're a low, they're a low income family. How much does Tim Horton's coffee cost? <laughs> like that's, that was a conversation I had in my head. <laughs> Way to enjoy the show. I love it. <laughs> I love it when those distractions happen yeah. and it can ruin it for the rest of the day. The thing, I will say this about Canada, Tim Horton's has started to creep into, um, some of the northern states, which is fantastic. But what has yet to make it here is my favorite thing about Canada, which is poutine, right? Which is 
French fries mm-hmm. with cheese curds gravy. and brown gravy. Mm. And shut your mouth. I I'm literally like I get frustrated wondering why we don't have that in America. Yeah. Like maybe you should open up a uh, a store. Well, I'm just saying I'm not going to do that. But I'm just saying <laughs> I really want it. Well, here's what's fascinating, and I this I, I we grew up in Edmond, Oklahoma, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, you're in Oklahoma. Yep. You would think that someone, I mean, in the in the great state of Oklahoma, would have a poutine shop, yeah. right? I mean, we have they have everything else. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're exactly right, and and they have cheese. You know, you could get cheese fries, maybe cheese fries with gravy, but that's not it. That's not what it is. No, it's fries, it. cheese curds, and gravy. And I don't even like cheese. Do you think it's the curds? The curds make a huge curds? difference. It's huge difference. Yeah, because it's yeah. a nice mild yeah. cheese. It squeaks when you eat it. It's yeah. I can't talk about it. Okay. It's getting too close to lunchtime. Okay. So All right. let's move on. Hey, thank Next. you. Thank you, Bruce. Thanks for the message. Thanks for the question. We love Canada. Um, and we'll be up there, I think, within a month or two. I think we're heading that direction. I won't. I won't be. I will I be. I'm, not I'm just go. going to get okay. poutine and Tim Hortons. Go Canada. Hi, this is Bob Johns from Waco, Texas. Hi, Tommy. Hi, Eddie. My question for you is this right here. I need a new hobby. Do you have any good ideas for me? Right now my hobby mainly is just following sports teams, and they're all doing very badly. So you got any ideas for a new hobby for me? Thank you. Love you. Oh, so the context, audience, the context for that message is Bob Johns uh, is twofold. But the first thing would be Bob would be the very first guy uh, to invite us to come to his church and do skits. Uh, we'd we'd performed at our own church, and Bob was a a friend of our youth pastor, and uh, he invited us to his church in Waco, which he was the church he's at now. Is the yeah. church he was at when he invited us down there? He's been the youth pastor there. Do you know how long, Eddie? Over forty years, I think. Over forty years, he's been the youth pastor there, which is yeah. You crazy. met uh, you met your wife. I met you my met your yeah. wife. Yeah, my wife was a uh, a youth. Uh, what they call it? It wasn't a youth intern. She was a worker. Part, yeah, she was part of no. the youth. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was Team? let's go with that. It was it was the uh, the they were college students uh, who were going to school and helping with his ministry. And I met her when I actually met her the second time we went to to Bob's church to perform and stuff. And you met Stephanie when you were there, my wife, because you yep. went down and Bob worked Johns, with Bob. He's the connection to our wives. Yeah, uh, performed our first both gig. of our weddings. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Nice man. Love Bob. I worked for Bob. That's how I met my wife. Yeah. I was working for Bob. That's when Skit Guys was just starting out. Just was, barely uh, started. Yeah. 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 He gave me a he gave me a job to do part-time student ministry and part-time Skit Guys. So, yeah. Gosh. That was that was kind of the the launch. Yeah. It was kind of the yeah. And then he gave us our first gig. First gig. He was Really ran, maybe still does run Sunday's camp. We that was one of the first camps that we did on a regular basis, and um, just we, a guy. 
We took our blueprint, though, from what we did in youth group was to take a, a, a should have been a seven minute skit or a five minute skit and turn it into a 30 minute skit. Oh, yeah. But we did a skit that we was one of our first skits that we ever wrote called the football skit. Yeah. And we did that before Louis Giglio got up and spoke. Yep. On a Sunday night. night. On a Sunday night. Yeah. And instead of taking seven minutes, it took at least 40. It yeah. took 40. Yeah. It took 40 minutes. Talk about, talk about Louis Giglio, who had to go, okay, okay, all right, yeah. we're running out of time. Okay, I'm yeah. going to cut that point. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. these guys are still going. Okay, yeah. I'm going to, okay, all right, I'm going to cut that point. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, they're still going. Yeah. Okay. This is longer than a sitcom with yeah. commercials. Okay, okay, I'm going to cut that point. Okay, okay, they're still going. Like, that's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, and- and let me tell you how much of a real Christian Louis Giglio is. He still talks to us. He's still nice to us. <laughs> Anytime we see him. In fact, the la- that's so funny. These were days. The last time we saw Louis Giglio was in Canada. And, it was in Canada. Yeah. And he was very gracious. He was, he was gracious like those guys. and kind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're still doing what uh, I've seen them do for a really long time. And just very complimentary. Very nice. Very Maybe gracious. Maybe that yeah. was the nice way of saying they're still doing the same old stuff. hopefully hopefully we've uh hopefully we looking at that conversation completely different now but (laughs) back to bob bob uh so bob wants a hobby ed uh you know him better than i do and you know like he is his his world if you want to know yeah it's it's student ministry sports and um old music like that's that's bob johns I just think you should stick with the old music. It's classic, right? I mean, or just, you know, maybe he should try some new. Maybe, maybe he needs to let go of the old music. And here's a hobby for him: find some new music. Mm, I'm just mm, saying. Mm. I'm just saying. Could work, Bob. Could work. I'm just Could saying. Work. I'm just saying. Okay. I do know this. There's a there's a back and forth between you and Bob, and I just want to set the record straight right now. And we're putting this recorded on our 100th podcast. It's appropriate to do that. Eddie, you have seen Dead Poets Society more times than Bob. Okay. Oh, definitely. So I just need to make sure that you know that. That the world knows that. There's no way Bob's seen Dead Poets Society as many times as you have. (laughs) Definitely. That's awesome. We love you, Bob. Hi, this is Trish from New Hampshire. Um, Big fan of you guys. You crack me up all the time. My question for you is, do your wives ever get jealous of how much you get each other and how much time you spend together? And how do they deal with those kinds of relationships? Thank you. Hmm. Well, Trish, that's a fantastic question. I don't know if we've ever been asked that question before. I don't think we've ever been asked. We've been asked a lot of questions. We've been asked, do our wives get along? Do they like each other? Do your families? Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's the first time, you know, I I, I would say I'll answer. Uh, I don't think my wife's ever been jealous of Eddie. I think she's grateful that he on a semi-regular basis takes me out of the house. Um <laughs> So I think that would be, I think that would be, she's probably more grateful most days than she is jealous would be my guess. <laughs> That's funny. I, yeah, I, I don't think my wife is the, the jealous type. Um, <laughs> it's true. So, that is true. Uh, I don't think jealous would. Yeah. Um, I think when, 
when, because you and I will go on, uh, you know, mandates or whatever you want to call them, but like, we'll we'll get through doing a gig and it's like, hey, there's a movie at ten o'clock. Hey, there's a movie at nine thirty. You want to go? Want to go see that movie? And this would be true. Uh, so, you know, it will be the thing of, hey, do you want to go see blah blah? Oh, I've already I already saw it. I yeah, already saw it. Yeah. Or or you have recently recently it's like, hey, let's go see blah blah blah, and you yeah. go, oh, I can't. Yeah, I've already seen it with Angie. Yeah, and I'll so be like what? Yeah, so I'd probably have to amend my deal to go. Yeah, she sometimes does get jealous, but it's movies. It's not. It's man. It's <laughs> mandates. That's it. And so she's she's or, she started some preemptive strikes, you know, and uh, and, and it'll be or close. Yes, yes. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. We we can kill time by going to a mall and and we'll always buy something. Yeah. And then you come home. It's like, what's this? Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, we were just killing some time. What do you do? Boring. (laughs) Sit in the hotel room. So I know when when something pops up on the front porch from Hope Look or something like that, it's like, ah, yeah, okay. She just saw saw my shirt, and she's jealous, and she's trying to even it out right Even things out. Yeah. Even things out. Yeah, that would be be true. And that's it. Like, if we're wasting time, it's – it's going to be the th- one of the three, one or all of the three M's, a mall, a movie, or meat. We've gone somewhere to eat. Those are, that is the way we we spend our time. M&M's. M&M&M. That yeah. is funny. That, that is funny. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I would agree, too, that they're, uh, I mean, golly. Again, I, I was talking to my kids, my daughters, um, they're 14 and 12 now, and, and I, I think my oldest went, I think it was over Easter. Um, like they showed one of our videos at Easter time, uh, the John and Peter video where we're running to the empty tomb. I love that one. And my, uh, Ainsley said, dad, is there anybody else that does what you guys do? And I, you know, I go, well, what do you mean? Cause like do skits and videos and, and there really isn't, I mean, Anywhere in the country, like in the United States, there's nobody that does what we do. Yeah, I think and there's people that do skits, and then there's people that do videos. But yeah, doing them at this, yeah, simultaneously. Not at this, yeah, not at this level of not or not at this platform. And I and I say that very humbly because um, I I still don't get you know when people would drive three hours to come see us. Yeah. Um, but that's a really that's a really crazy. That's a really crazy thing to say out of your mouth to go, no, there's nobody that does what we do uh, to this, to this level um, or this challenge. Um, So I think my wife is, I mean, very grateful, uh, you know, so. Oh, mine, mine is too. And I, you know, probably our wives are more proud of us than, you know, anybody else, you know? Yeah. But great great question. Trish, great question. Yeah. Great question. Hi, Tommy and Eddie. This is Josh Adams, and I'm from Houston, Texas. I'd like to know, what are y'all's life verses? And who, other than Jesus, do you look up to in the Bible? Congratulations on 100 episodes, and I can't wait to hear the next 100. <laughs> I love Josh's optimism. Josh. <laughs> oh, so tired. <laughs> So tired. My legs oh. are hurting. Oh, Adrian! Adrian! Um, Eddie, you, I, I, you, you, you start this one off. 
Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. That's my. That's been my life verse, and there's times I've forgotten it, and you come back to either one of those sentences, and you go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's a part of trusting the Lord with all your heart. Um, so that that's that's mine. That's my life verse. Mine is uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And, uh, and it's interesting that he asked that question. That I was actually directed that passage by Bob Johns, uh, who uh, we heard from just a few times ago. And uh, it is, um, you know, be anxious for nothing, uh, but in all things through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And um, I... It's just a, it's just a great passage. I mean, it's one of those things that when I've gone through difficult times or things I was worried about, I just leaned on it. And to know that we have a God that has a peace that we can't even understand um, is just fantastic. So yeah, that's my favorite. And uh, a hero from the Bible other than Jesus. Does anybody pop to mind quick for you, Ed? Ah, uh, Barnabas. He was the oh. encourager. I. You know, um, I try to encourage, nice. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty probably cutthroat. I'm pretty Frank. I don't know if, you know, I grew up in the South. I don't know if California kind of knocked out at some of that Southern charm. Californians to me are just direct. And I think here in the South, that kind of plays off as you're mean at times, but I, I think I've just tried to, uh, I don't know. I think some of that has just stuck with me as far as just being, you know, just deliberate and frank. But I also really do try to encourage. Uh, I, you know, I, I think that's that's just water to people's souls. Uh, so, but Barnabas is, is is one for me. That's really good. I, you know, would probably go with King Eglong um, in Judges <laughs> because he is so fat yeah that guy ate bacon at every meal and uh and you can't do that you gotta you gotta respect that though you know um (laughs) he didn't care he didn't care uh yeah that's he just he just didn't care (laughs) so uh gosh i don't know that's that's tough i don't i i'm gonna have to take a pass on that one i i don't i want to say one but i can't think of one you know, so if we, this was the hundred thousand dollar pyramid and we were sitting next to each other and I said, Fa- favorite, favorite Bible hero besides Jesus, you'd go uh, pass King Eglon. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what? I think um, I, I love Esther um, because it's she's such a strong character and it's not because she's. She has some great gift or ability, um, but just the whole concept of, you know, she was in the place where she was for such a time as this. And, you know, it, it she really, to me, is that character of doing what you can where you are with what you have and leaving the results up to God. So I think Esther's a great, I'll, I'll go with Esther. It's a great story. If you haven't, if you've ever read the book of Esther in a long time, read, pick it up and read it. It's just so, so fantastic. It's a great, make a great movie. But anyway, I'll go with Esther. All right, Esther. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay, great. Or Esther, as her friends Eth- called her Eth- when she was Eth- in preschool. Esther. 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 Esther is my girlfriend. <laughs> was the guy that she went to preschool with. <laughs> All right, what's next? <laughs> 
so I have a question. This would be for Thomas or Edward or both of them at the same time. This is Ted calling from Virginia, first-time caller. I have a two-part question, number one, for either or both, for Edward or for Thomas. Have you ever woken up and said to yourself, Oi, this guy, what a putz, I can't work with him anymore. This behavior is getting out of hand. I should have stayed in veterinary school. And if so, how did you work out said issue and or problem? Number two. Do you find that your humor and writing has evolved? And if so, how? I'll take the answer off air. Thank you so much. This is Ted from Virginia. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, what did he say his name was, Eddie? Ted. 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 Yeah. From Virginia. It's fantastic because his accent was definitely not Virginia. <laughs> no, it was not. It was not it's more Virginia. New York. More, uh, uh, yeah, I don't more know. Catskills, that, yeah, I more Catskills. So. More, uh, <laughs> somewhere more around that there. area. More in that area. No, more somewhere that area. there. Somewhere there. That's, uh, you know what? That's Ted Swartz. And uh, that is, uh, he's, he's another one of those guys that, that helped blaze the trail for us. Um, our, our very first. Uh, YS late night show was opening up for yeah. Ted and Lee, and um, yep, they uh, they did they did sketch comedy and oh they were so good yeah so good and Ted 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 makes makes his living uh, doing plays and sketches and he's just so good he's you so had, so good you had yeah. Ted and Lee at a church one time didn't you? Uh yeah I was a interim youth minister and we had him at. Um, at a camp and I got to see their whole show and it was really, really cool. Yeah. And, and back then you and I shared a hotel room, uh, because you know, we were just thankful that people brought us in right. and, and I remember getting them checked in cause that's what a good youth minister would do. And I said, uh, do you, do you know the number to your hotel room? Not knowing that cause I did none of that. I was the interim. So right. I was just helping out. Right. But just trying to be, you know, accommodating and nice. And so I said, room, do you know what your room is? And I think Ted went, uh, you mean rooms? And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the seed of what? What are we doing? You can get two hotel rooms? <laughs> you can get two hotel rooms? What? What? I've never what? stayed with Tommy ever again. Yes. So uh, it was that... Ted. It was because of Ted that uh, you and I now have uh, two hotel rooms. And it's probably because of Ted that we are still doing what we're doing. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. What was the questions that Ted asked? So, good so the first question that he asked was, do you ever, I think he said, do you ever wake up and say, oi, this putz, this guy, I can't work with him <laughs> anymore. Oi, oi, vey. Oi, yeah. vey, this guy. Oh, look at uh, him. Look at him. Yeah, I I can answer. The the answer is no. There's never been a time that was, oi, this guy, I can't work with him. I mean, we have over 30 years of a friendship. Um, there's mm. been differences. There's been arguments. There's been fights, you know. Um, but, yeah, there's never been a moment of, I you know, I just I can't do this, you know. Um, and it's not yeah. because either one of us is great. Um, it really is just a, I don't want to blame God, but. It just seems like a real blessing. Yeah, there was probably probably the like if there was a if there was a time 
And it was probably right before I started really dealing with my anger. Um, it's one of those things of where you go, I don't think in my 20s ever working with Doug or on a team that anger was ever really a part of my life. And it wasn't until we were kind of the, you know, the owners of our own ship, so to speak. And then you added in videos and I don't know if it was marriage and kids and then, you know, being, uh, really, I mean, being our own bosses and having to make a living and figuring all that out. Uh, I don't know where that, if that stress or just the, the onus of all that made, made this little valve of anger come out that I, that was probably, it had to have always been there. But I think that anger played a huge part in how I got things done a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think it got really bad there for a little bit with my anger. Um, and that, that may have been a time where you were like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. That may have been. Nope. No, I mean, no, that's, no. I mean, uh, I, I agree with everything that you said. I think there's a challenge though, too, because Prior to us working together, you weren't working with a contemporary, like Doug's your boss. You know, you got people you have to answer to. You and I start working together and we're on equal playing field, you know. And so it's it's maddening. It's it, you know, there was never a a thought of, you know, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. This has to change, you know. Um, But I think I mean, it's friendship, you know. I mean, when you have someone that you love you know, their idiosyncrasies or whatever, they can drive you crazy sometimes, but you love them for all that they are, you know? And, you know, being, uh, I'll turn 50 this year. And in my life, I can look back and go, I've never had it all together. I've got to be such a, a pain in the patootie to work with, you know? So it's all, you know, yeah, it's all good. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you worked through your anger, though. I, you know, I did. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you did. It makes it much, much more fun now. <laughs> and then well, we, it, it, that would have destroyed. I oh, mean, like that. You know, you think about those things. Like we, we wouldn't be here. I no, mean, you know what I mean. Like yeah, some I, of those. That's more than idiosyncrasy. That that that's a that, it, that's a landmine. You know, um, it, it would have operate out of that. Yeah, it would have taken its toll. You know, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, but it didn't. And I'm, I'm thankful it didn't, you know? Uh, yeah. And then Ted's second question was, has our humor evolved? Which I would say we grew up conservative evangelicals. We don't believe in evolution. Next question. <laughs> I, I sure, I sure hope so. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, that's a tough question. I think it's evolved. I think as we've gotten older, you know, our comedy and how we look at things have differed. I, I think the hugest part about our world, if I don't know if anybody cares about this or if this sounds boring, um, I think the hugest part of doing what we do now, and I get it. I get why, like, like okay, for example, the Big Bang Theory. I've had the Big Bang Theory. I, 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 I hit delete totally. I think this season, but for about three seasons, I wouldn't watch it, but I would collect them on my DVR. Right. Yeah. But at the start of it, I was, I thought this was the most creative, most amazing thing ever, but then you kind of get used to, you know, who these characters are and what they do and blah, blah, blah. I think that is the trick of all tricks, uh, with what we do. I mean, we've been doing this for over 20 years. Yeah. Um, and for me, when, 
coming up with something new, it really is because the 40, you know, I mean, you said you're going to turn 50. I'm, I'm going to turn 48 in September. I mean, we don't have the same risk factor that we used to have even in our thirties of why don't we just go up there and do it. But, but the, uh, the, but the expectation was a lot lower too. Do you remember those times, Tommy, we would go out cause no one was doing what we were doing. We would go out in front of students. I mean, we would go do a show in front of students in the yeah. mid nineties and we would get staying ovations just from, just from doing one skit because mm-hmm. they'd never heard it like that before. They'd never seen it like that. So the expectation was so low of Christian skits. Yeah. To yeah. me, the trick today is we still have to go out there and risk like we're 20 year olds and 30 year olds. Um, but the expectation of what is that great little nugget they're going to give us this time, that expectation is super high. And that's a very fearful thing. And I think that's where people get stuck in, yeah. uh, in the rut and they don't really go out of their sh- boxes a bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, it totally does. Yeah. And and I think that there has been a, an evolution in uh, what we're, what we put out there, you know, and, and I almost, the, the word that came to my mind though, other than evolution was like a, a molding. Like I think our, I think our humor, our content has been molded by, um, by pain, by, um, the, the things that have worked, you know, um, we've learned things to do and not to do. And, you know, I guess, you know, I guess that's a a form of evolution, but uh, yeah, I think it's just like, uh, it's totally changed in some ways. It's still just us having fun, you know, being ourselves. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's more of a responsibility to uh to keep carrying on what you've been given um which is different than building something so yeah it really is yeah great Ah, question great Great question ted question ted Mm. and great and again great ted is one of those guys you know uh, and i'll never be as good an actor as ted is i mean he takes on a character and owns it and uh just a good guy thank you and he would he would be one of those guys when we have movies and when they yep. when they're out and stuff. He would be one of those people. Hey, you know that you just want to honor him. He would oh, be, yeah. The, yeah, he would be the people that have gone before us. Go, yeah. We got to give him. Some, we got to give him a part. We got to put yeah. him in this. Just to that. That's what I would love to do more than anything. There's about goodness gracious. There's at least about 15 people that I would love to go. If these movies take off and do well, that would be just the icing on the cake for me. Yeah. To, put these people in roles and give them something for sure. So to yeah. say, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Hi, skate guys. My name is Damaris Voiles and I'm from Tucson, Arizona, and I'm a audience member. I've been a audience member since 2012 and I absolutely love listening to your podcasts. My family has started listening to them too. And we've been listening for about five years together as a family. One of our traditions in our family is at Christmas time, we have to listen to the Christmas Carol podcast. Uh, they absolutely love it. They request it every year. And we love listening to your Morning Zoo Part 2 on our downtime. Oh. And funny enough, Betty Jo Moon in that sounds just like our old pastor, which makes it really hard to listen to a sermon on Sunday morning. So thank you for that. <laughs> we love your ministry and we love your heart for what you all do. You've actually inspired me to go out and pursue acting sometimes. I've loved teaching drama to my youth groups. And we've competed in different competitions with them. And we love them. 
Um, you're inspiring and you're very real in your truths and your ministry. I love how vulnerable you guys are at times. And I love that we finally made it to 100 podcasts. So here's to 100 more. Thank you for all the fun over the years and hope to see more of it. Looking forward to it. And looking forward to a lot more of John Rambo. That's probably my favorite character at the moment. Thank you. Happy 100 podcast. Bye. That's great. Uh. And by the way, just as a side note, you all should still come to Tucson, Arizona, or at least somewhere in Arizona, so we can see you and meet you in person. Bye. That's awesome. Uh, Damaris. Wow. Wow. Thank you. That's awesome. Yes. That was beautiful. The whole thing was beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Um, we're glad thank you so much for including us uh, in your family memories that that is what we talk about a morphine of what we're about yeah if the first 15 17 years of what we did as skit guys was strictly students I I think that's a a great description of what you know the next 20 look like it's it's families family comedy uh, making sure that parents can sit or listen watch to do something with their kids and everybody's laughing yeah. and there's jokes in there for the for the mom and dad for the aunt and uncle for whoever you know for the for the single mom who whoever it is um to sit there and go ha they get me but yeah. the kid but the kid is laughing at other stuff as well and it's it's just great moments yeah, and and that's probably that goes back to Ted's question, right? I mean, because that's probably one of the ways that our that our humor has evolved. You know, is that we aren't. You know, when we started doing this, it was just for teenagers, and so, you know, you kept it at that level, and now you go, okay, how can we make the eight year old laugh and the eighty year old laugh, and you know, how do we not go over their heads, or how do we not offend them, and. Uh, man, I am, I'm blown away, um, by what, what a sweet message. Yeah. I just want to reiterate what Eddie said. I thank you for letting us be a part of your family. And, um, it's, uh, Ooh, it's humbling. It's, you know, it's very humbling. Yeah. I don't have the we words gotta do to a, say it. We've got to do another morning zoo. We have yeah. to. We yeah. Have they're to. fun. Yeah. I was thinking about, yeah. you know, what we're what were our favorite podcasts? And in my mind, I was like, I bet Eddie's favorite was morning zoo, like morning yeah. zoo. Well, the, probably the two she mentioned, like, I bet that's your favorite, the morning zoo and Christmas Carol, like, you know, and I always look at them and go, Oh, there's so much work, but uh, <laughs> they are a lot of work. <laughs> so much work. They're but, a lot uh, of work. Yeah. They're, but, but they're fantastic. You know, uh, um, I, I like, uh, I like when we're, uh, skit the future skit guys whatever that one was, you know, <laughs> that's right <laughs> where we're old and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, we're having pico tea I, I like that that's one too right. <laughs> I forgot about uh, that one. mine is probably the one entitled feet smell like death it was from 2014 it was it was one of the two we made in 2014 <laughs> Oh, audience, we sure love you. Oh, it's like, it's not like we don't care. It's just like we're off to war. And and when we come back, it's a celebration. Um, it's fun. Oh, man. But, I love it. But we did it. We did it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think, too, I I snuck away yesterday and I watched I Can Only Imagine. And, and I... 
and really, and, and what was funny, it was a, it was an afternoon matinee and, um, I am, I am surrounded by senior citizens and they are loving this movie. Uh, and it was, when I look at what that movie has done, I go, golly, I sure hope we can do something. Maybe not that, of that magnitude. I don't know, but I sure hope we can come close to doing that with family comedies to, to where you do come in. God is gravity. Like if you, if you look at, I can only imagine God is gravity throughout that whole thing. Yeah. It's not a Sunday school lesson. It's not preachy. It just was, God was all around. And so unapologetically, God was all around. Yeah. I hope we can do that in our movies. And I hope we can make the kids laugh and the adults laugh and make them cry a little bit. Yeah. But there's also just great, there's great motivation to when you watch something and you leave and you go, you know what? I was inspired by that. God, God, God can do miracles. God can move mountains. So, yeah. Uh, that's what I hope with that last one we just listened to. Yeah. About family. That's what I hope our next 15, 20 years is like. We're doing stuff for the families to bring them back together. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I love it when, um, and just like this one did, but I do love it too, Ed, when we hear from people that say, thank you for giving us something for our family to enjoy together. You know, I, I hope we can do that. I hope we can do that with movies. I hope we can do that, you know, in all sorts of different ways. You know, if, um, if, if when it's all said and done, whenever that is, we've, we've helped grow people closer to Jesus and families closer together. It's so worth it. So worth it, you know. No That's question awesome. about it. So, um, so folks, this was the hundredth podcast, and um, we want to make a promise to you um, that, unless uh, good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, uh, we'll give you a hundred more podcasts within the next twelve years. And, and I think we can do that. And and on this podcast. It's as long as the movie Tommy Boy. So enjoy. So wow. enjoy that, won't you? Yes. It's yes. our... Hold on. You know what? I'm looking at my recording now, and I think we've gone... Um, 16, 70, 80, 90. Yeah, we're all... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. almost at, a, at 100 minutes. Yeah. So, so you, can, you can make a choice. Do I watch Tommy Boy, or do I listen to this Kid Guy's 100th uh, episode podcast? See? See how that works? Can't watch Tommy Boy with your family. You have little kids. You can't watch Tommy Boy with your family. You That's have true. little kids. So I'm going with That's this. True. I'm going with this. That's true. That's but, true. Uh, That's awesome. Well, you know, to, to end us out, how about old John Rambo? We'll get John in here real quick. <laughs> I John. John. I hate John. John. Man. John Rambo. Uh, how do? How do? <laughs> hey, John Rambo. Yeah. Uh, what are uh, you doing, John? Uh, Everything okay in parking? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was uh, talk- with Elizabeth. Uh, we were watching the parking out there, and uh, you know, the the with the people were parking. And uh, <laughs> uh, was, was Elizabeth dropping off lunch for you, or did she just come to uh, 
watch you do your job. No, no, no. Elizabeth, my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. Oh, she's your daughter? Sit it down, Elizabeth. Sit it down, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I had to have her sit my lunch down. Yeah, she's are you, sometimes hangs are out you with sure me. Are you sure she's your daughter? She's my daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's. I thought yeah. she was your wife for the no, 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 She's my daughter. She's mama but, some uh, gumbo and some etouffee uh, uh, for lunch. Yeah. How about um, some of that poutine? Did did she bring any of that? I don't know. Uh, I'm from uh, Louisiana. We don't have, I don't know what that is. Because uh, <laughs> you're from Louisiana? Poutine is what you do when you're sad and you sit around and you say, look, he's over there, poutine. And then, you know. <laughs> okay. But you also tell Elizabeth to shoot things. Yeah, that's when we're gator hunting, you know, and, uh, and I see that daughter. gator and I uh-huh. tell her, shoot him, Elizabeth, shoot him, you know, that's... <laughs> Well, your daughter, right your daughter. daughter, yeah, she's uh-huh. she's a teenager, she, yeah. So yeah, yeah, so you take her good. alligator hunting with you, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that's great. All right, that's well, I better awesome. get back to the uh, parking no! lot. Uh, it's well, a busy hey. day at Skid Guys. So you guys are doing your hundred <laughs> podcasts and whatnot, and a lot of people out there in the parking lot. So uh, anyway, God bless. Uh, Who's, uh, thank yeah. you. Who else is in the parking lot? Who just parked Nobody. the car? Nope. Oh my gone. goodness! Look who just parked their car. Nope. It's Alec Baldwin. Alec, uh, hey, he just, Alec. No, he just he just drove Alec. off. He's gone. <laughs> Alec, Alec, hey, buddy. Hey, hey. what's, hey, what's going up? on, hey. Alec? I was just uh, I thought I'd stop by and see you guys uh, before I did. Uh, I'm going to do match game and. Uh, <laughs> Oh well, that's not a family show either. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, 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 you, you, you can't have me on here for very long, and it'd still be family friendly. So anyway, <laughs> hey, we'll uh, just congratulations! Uh, oh, thank you, thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate uh, hello it. to my uh, my brother Stephen. I'm sure you listen to this. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. <laughs> oh boy, well there you, you go. We got Alec and John. Fantastic. Thank. Oh, there's Tom Brokaw. Hey, Tom. <laughs> What are what are you doing here? Oh, Tom, Tom broke off. He he's. I think what you doing, asleep. buddy? Tom, no, no, <laughs> that's not the way it works. Tom, Tom, Tom broke off. What you doing there, buddy? He's tired. Tom, he's how so are you? Tired. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> Tom broke off. Uh, loving the podcast, hundred episode. Proud of you guys for being part of the greatest. Generation. Oh, Tom, there's Christmas Carol. She wants to talk to you. <laughs> now, that's not fair. Go ahead. It's not even Christmas. Go ahead. That's not Go even ahead. Christmas. Christmas Carol, talk to Tom. Christmas Carol has chains, and there's no, like, like ghost chains, and there's none of those here, so can't do that. <laughs> you started this fight. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> We can add those in later. We can add chain sounds uh, in later. No, I don't think you can. I think it's authentic and organic, and you can't do that. So, audience, we don't have the words to say how confused we are that you still listen. Mm. Um, mm. And here, do, do your do your inspiration speech. Hold on, go. Okay, here we go. Okay, got it. Audience members, where should I do it? It's Rocky. Oh, yo, audience members, we want to see. Don't know why you're still listening to this thing. I mean, it's taken me 12 years to get up these steps. But, uh, yo, I, uh, I'm glad I did. And I hope that... Uh... Get it stronger. <laughs>
at it stronger. I think I'm going to turn this over to Creed and let him take care of it for the rest of the time. <laughs> All right. Well, audience, we love you. Happy 100th episode of uh, this crazy, crazy train that we get to be a part of. Thank you for being a part of our lives. Thank you for the uh, phone calls and the uh, warm wishes. And uh, it's a great, it's a great ride. It is a great ride. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for your faithfulness. And we will do our best to be faithful to you and keep doing what we're doing. All right. Well, I love you, buddy. I love you too, buddy. Thanks for 30 years of uh, friendship. It's been great. It's been great. All right. Bye, audience. Bye. The Skit Guys Podcast is brought to you by SkitGuys.com, where you can always watch their videos for free and peruse all things Skit Guys. Tune in next week for another thrilling episode of The Skit Guys Podcast. Until then, live long and lie prostrate. Oh,